0: The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is brought to you in part by the Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com.
1: Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. Add audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from TaskCamp. Trust your audio to TaskCamp. Sound thinking. Welcome to another episode of Wookiee Radio. It is the Smugglers 3-1, so I guess that makes us the smuggling duo. It's Ken and myself, Mike, but we are being joined by actor, stunt performer, uh, Ross Sambridge. How's everyone doing? Hello there. Hello. This, is, this is like a bonus episode for us this week. Yeah. Which is which is going to be awesome. Um,
0: a little surprise for everybody who actually subscribes.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, two this week. Right. So, you, I I guess, let's hit uh, solo first because that pertains to the show. Theme wise, okay. You were one of the Wookiee slaves in in Solo: Star Wars story. Tell us how. Uh, now, was this the first film you worked on in Star Wars, or no? no. Okay, so we're no, no, we're going to no, work, I... work backwards then. Okay,
2: so you want okay. okay. So, 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 so backwards,
1: yeah. <laughs> so what what was it what was it like? Um, or how did you end up getting cast? I'm assuming they remembered you from uh, the previous film. They brought you um, in, or.
2: Kind of. Uh, I was working on um, The Last Jedi, and um, I'll, I'll come to that later on, but uh, yeah, I was working on The Last Jedi, and uh, they just asked if I'd be interested in doing an audition, um, so I, I, I auditioned with uh, the choreographer uh, Paul Casey, who's um, was a fellow actor and, and done many, many things, and um, yeah. I, I was lucky enough to uh, get the part um, but obviously I'd finish off what I was doing on the last July like, 1st so <laughs> yeah so um, but no it was just amazing when when I found out what the character was as um, I was just told it was a hairy alien so uh, so when we did the um, the audition I just just liked to get into some sort of like, form of a, how a, a browbeaten uh, character would be or a, a slave would, a driven even and and um, so that was the kind of the thing we did. Um it was only it's only when uh, it was confirmed and I got the role that I found out that it was for a Wookiee. I mean I kind of had an idea that it was a hairy alien, but I didn't really want to, you know, just uh, go off and think, oh it's a Wookiee it's Wookiee, but then it turns out it's not, but so that's why I just I kept on the download sort of thing, but it was literally a dream come true, um, to play a because 'cause I've always I've always said when I when I was younger I said if i ever got into acting, that's the kind of thing I want to do to you know, be in a fantasy film or a sci-fi film and uh, it'd be lovely to be in star wars and uh, because i was a massive fan of chewbacca and I still am um to be a Wookiee was just uh, icing on the cake it was uh, fantastic so yeah
1: now ju- i, I it's a shame on me for not mentioning this in the beginning but you are labeled right now the tallest man in england right no
2: no Okay. No, uh, I'm one. I'm one of the. <laughs> I'm one of the tallest. I'm one of the tallest. But I've I've met the now uh, tallest man in, in Britain, okay. and he makes he makes me look a bit short, because uh, I, I stand at seven foot one and he's seven foot seven. Oh wow! Yeah,
1: okay. I, I I just yeah. thought I saw somewhere online that you were you were listed at one point maybe as tallest in,
2: in um, Britain. There was, doc, there was a there was a the documentary called and Giants that came out Five TV. Back in two thousand and seven, um, and it was said that I was because it's be getting taller. So therefore, I may end up being okay. the tallest. Um, but uh, yes, but no, just to be part of the seven foot club is still uh, still good. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, had to be strange when you met the
0: other guy that was seven seven that you actually had to look up to someone.
2: Yes, it's not often. It's not <laughs> often. I, I, I know. Well, so apart from him, uh, two other people that I have to look up to. Um, only by a couple of inches, but I mean, with, with Paul, uh, seven foot seven, it was just um, I came I came up to his shoulder, and that was, um, that was yeah. And the photograph of us three together, it just uh, for the first time in ages I felt short. So.
1: But, you know, right. so, so, Cap, so being, you yeah, know, so when you get the call to our hairy alien, knowing your height, like you said, you, you kind of almost know it's a Wookiee, unless yeah. they're going to create some sort of new, all hairy alien. Well, you, know, you never know. Alien. Yeah. And with Star Wars, you never know, like you said. Yeah, exactly.
2: exactly. Um, and I, just, I just didn't want to, um, I didn't want to, like, uh, jump the gun sort of thing and uh, think go around thinking it's going to be a Wookiee and then be totally, dis- totally disappointed if, um, if it wasn't, so I just kind of went, okay. I, I think it's a I think it's a Wookiee, but I wait and see. And then, as I said, when we when I was told I got the part and what the part was, oh, I I had a smile the size of <laughs> Mount Rushmore. I was I kept on beaming. So uh, and every and every day on set, I was just smiling because I was just living out a dream.
1: Now, did Did you have any scenes with uh, with Jonas?
2: Yes, yes. Um, it was quite a few scenes. Um uh one with the um when we all escape uh the mines and we all got like, rush out and the, the sort of like stampede you've got Saguar and uh and you've got uh jonas as um pushing the uh the the, the um spice uh, canisters out and um and a few scenes when we were fighting the uh the soldiers and things in, in the tunnels. Um yeah, no, so we we did share quite a lot together and it was nice chatting to Jonas as well. And it's, uh, um sharing our experiences and things of you know being working obviously he's he was following the footsteps of peter and uh and i was sort of like and I've, and I've worked with peter before um so we had that kind of connection and it was just nice to um converse and nice to sort of like say share our like our stories and stuff and, and it was just brilliant and he's a really lovely guy to uh, he's a really 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 lovely guy um yeah Everybody was really on 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 there, and I say I've said before to things, but uh, I did actually physically become brothers to the other other Wookies, because we spent such a long time together uh, on and off the set that we were so so close bond. So yeah, and it's just wonderful thing to be
1: Wookie. You know? Yeah. You're, you're well, a breed yep, upon um, yourselves, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: the other Wookiee actors, um, extremely tall, also, or was it just did they uh just have to adjust the way everything was filmed, or how'd that work?
2: Uh, well, they're, they're all uh filming them um, between, I mean, have Paul at six foot eight, um, Teddy, six foot seven, and six foot seven as well. So I was, like, obviously, the, one of those they wanted into it very, they didn't want, like, literally clones, exactly the same yeah. height, uh, wiki. so they just loved it, the fact that they were all individual, and therefore, individual heights and colours, and, and, the, and the, the shape and size of them, just made it look, look more on screen, you know, I think, um, so, yeah, no, it was just, they know it was all the adjustments like that, it was just, you know, they were tall, but various different sizes at all.
1: Well, we do have another quick question for you uh, okay. from someone else who occasionally is oh. on the show. So okay. uh, he's going to ask his question now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, I, yes, I totally agree. Uh, yeah, no, we love the Wookiee Cookies. Yeah, yeah they, they're brilliant. They are. Yeah, no, he's, he's, uh, top. Oh, well, nice nice to meet you. Uh, nice to see, meet you again, uh, Stewie. If <laughs> like, like was Chewie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, uh, uh, that, was, uh, that, that remember that time in that tunnel there, Chewie. Remember that time. <laughs> now he's thinking
1: about it. <laughs> uh, so, um, you, you said you had a chance to work with Peter. Uh, uh, so, so I'm glad to hear that you you had a chance to meet him beforehand. What what project did you work with him on?
2: Um, it was to do with the 30th anniversary of Star Wars. I was um, living in Bristol at the time. And I went to a memorabilia shop, and I was just saying that Peter Mayhew, and uh, Kenny Baker, and Jeremy Bullock are coming down to do a, sort of like a signing um, sort of session. And um, uh, it's the it's stuff that just it literally is a dream. Uh, they asked me, um, would I be interested in, to dress up as Chewbacca for, um, so like so the, the customers and public can have photographs taken with their kids and stuff. Uh, with the um, with Chewbacca and then Peter can be signing and um everything else and I was like, Yeah, when 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 when's that gonna happen? To work? <laughs> so, Yep, yeah, no, I'm there, I'm there and um so I came down and they put me in this uh, Chewbacca outfit and with a bow and uh, and everything else and then there he was, there he was, there was Peter Mayhew sitting down with with angie and um and then uh say uh, kenny baker was there in german book and also uh, i can't remember his name exactly um but the guy who played the Sandman that goes rrr, rrr, on new hope okay and um was, yeah and uh it was just it was just magical the fact that it was just i was like wow this is impressive i had a, I had a photograph taken uh he and i together and then um, so i was just going around doing me doing the photographs and things and um yeah uh when I when I was thinking about it I'd get a bit emotional but he came, he called me over and said, Look, let me let me show you how uh, Chewy would roar and uh, how he would um, walk and and carry the bowcaster. So I had like a masterclass from the master himself. And um, I was like, this is this is you know, pinch me. I, if I'm if I'm dreaming I don't want to wake up sort of thing. And uh, yeah, no, it was that was that was just epic. It, I was just like my mind blown I was getting Shown so I suppose in a way that when I did my audition I had his sort of like his guidance um, with me uh, and maybe maybe it helped me get the part I don't know but uh, if it did then I've got a hell of a lot to thank him for and um, but no that was that was back in 2007 and uh, so it was just this incredible thing and I just thought at the time if that's the closest I'm going to get to working or doing something doing Star Wars then I'll die a happy man and. Ten years later, I'm running around the Spice as a Kettle. So uh, it was just it's um, an incredible feeling.
1: That's so cool. Mm-hmm. That's... Now, with, with solo, um, obviously you had to do some of your own stunts. What was it difficult?
2: Um, well, we were, we were all kind of like trained up by the uh, Lucas uh, Stunt School as such. Well, it's take like stunt school, but it was like the, on, on site. And, um, you know, you go through like different, like, you'll know, you rehearse, 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 rehearse this stunt team and there was this variation of the stunts really you see see what we could we could do uh, especially in the suits because obviously they're all kind of you know, heavy and stuff and you've got to try and you have to try and think you're not a human anymore you're you're a, a creature so you move like a creature so you, the way you throw things are different from how you would throw things as a as a human um so you, you go through the, the the stunt things with with, with, the, with the uh the crew and you just work out a way of how to make it look like you're actually beating someone up when you're not. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it was fun. To, it was fun, and we made sure that it was all safe, safe and everything was all, all well and good afterwards. Um, but yeah, no, we had many, many enjoyable days um, sweating it out with the dunk uh, crew. It's
1: cool. Awesome.
0: So you were working. You guys were working out in the suits and stuff. Did they actually have the newer style suit with the cooling packs inside of it, or anything? Or was it just basically a suit um, on you?
2: Uh, with the with these particular ones, I no, mean, I, I didn't. I mean, I didn't have any like cooling packs in them, and we were we were just given um, air blown interest sort or of drinks or water and every sort of like temperature 10 minutes We are wearing the heads especially because that's where the heat would come in. You know, where we yeah. get, where, where we'd get. Uh, sweaty a lot um but now they were just like the the ordinary I, I think on a, a few of the uh, the outfits there worked some calling it um apparatus there but with at least okay. my one uh, I didn't have that um because the the hair that I was it was made without uh, ac hair and uh and, and artificial hair so it kept it cool anyway um but it need to be especially in the tunnel to so the tunnels very uh, hot and steamy and and uh, you get sweaty it's like it's like running around like a sauna yeah uh, for eight, eight, 8 hours a day and uh, but the thing is you're working on Star Wars so you just have to go oh this Star Wars it's, it's, it's crazy it's like you know it's every kid's dream and, <laughs> and you're a rookie <laughs> so uh, yeah no you just um... and the fact that we were working with Tony Daniels and uh, you know he would see Freepio in the desert so what we were going through I mean it was <laughs> nothing what he, what he went through so um, yeah yeah because he was play, he played Tack in uh, as the human uh, slave, one well, sort of the human slaves. or they, it was like helping the Wookiees
1: come out. And dance and, oh, very cool. Yeah. So uh, going back before that, uh, you were working on the Last Jedi. Uh, tell us a little bit of what you were doing. Yes. Um, right. with the Last Jedi.
2: Well, okay. Well, I mean, these as I say, I worked with Andy Serkis uh, to make. Supreme Leader Snoke, like, I was the body of Supreme Leader Snoke.
1: Oh, very cool!
2: <laughs> you know, it's just like it's, just, it's easy the way to say. It, you know. uh, so yeah, um, uh, and he would be the voice and emotion capture, um, but the actual physical body frame you see on screen is my body frame. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: So um,
2: yeah, and that was that was nice.
1: <laughs> now, what was it? Something where some of the shots are actually you in the costume, um, or or was Snoke completely CGI and they had you in a mocap suit along with, no, with Andy? I, no, I
2: wasn't. I didn't. I didn't have a mocap suit. When he was the only one wearing a mocap suit, um, I was the only one to actually wear the full uh, golden robes. Um, yeah. Uh, so it was. Some of the distance scenes, uh, uh, like when you're very first you far, far distance. Um, Brian said that that was that was. There's no point in doing in CGI at all. It's, it's your body. It's fair. You might have to just change your, your face. Um, but the and then when when he uh, froze Ray right about the room, the back you can see the back of my and my arm. Uh, that's that's. I was told that was me as well. Um, But the the actual body frame, where I've got a slight curvature of the spine, and that added to the the character. So they actually made the curve, incorporate the curve in his body frame, his body shape. So, uh, and then they wanted someone thin and gaunt and and standing aloof. And uh, I was lucky that my body frame and body shape was uh, the right. Um, what they wanted, and that was brilliant.
1: Oh, very cool! So, I gotta ask, how many different or have you become a collector of Snoke merchandise?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, I've, I've got a few, I've got a few me's. Um, yeah, you know, there's uh, I used to work for a uh, a toy company that went out of um, business. I won't say what it is, but you can probably guess that that one is uh, and um, I've got a few uh. Snokes, and it was just weird, kind of putting myself out on the shelf. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's, it's it, the like the Black Series figures and the Elite Series figures. Um, you know, if you run a finger around the back of it, you can feel its curve, and that's well, that's my curve. Um, so, yeah, so so yeah, it's, 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 it's This is great fitting that uh, we share the character. Um, I mean, I could I could quite and say well, it's half each and be quite apt. But uh yeah after the being chopped off. Um but uh yeah that no, was just it's incredible thing to do. Um yeah, and I've got i I've got a couple of pictures from the set um that uh, that show it's like the behind the scenes. Now I don't know how it's gonna come from but uh, There's me actually sitting there in, in the in the throwing you know, in casual dress. But there's the rehearsal to yeah. the big fight. The big fight sequence that happens um, before he uh, gets uh, gets sliced in, gets sliced half. Uh, so, that is cool. So you know, it's, it, was, it was lovely. I mean, uh, when I when, I, when I read the uh, when I you could say when I read the script, I uh, split my sides with laughter. But, uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: So so, what was it like being sliced by a lightsaber and then lived to to re, to recall it?
2: Well, it's quite a bit of fun, Now, No, I um, I it. Is is just the fact that it only became real, I think, in my head when I sat down there the first time on the on the throne and I'm going, "Oh my God, I'm on Star Wars!" And you uh, know, you see, um, Adam Driver and uh, Daisy Whitley on the shed and uh, Donald Gleason, and then you see Andy come on with his motion capture suit on, and everything else, and you, we, sh- we kind of like decide, how, work out how we're going to move together because obviously we have to marry up our movements, and uh, and so obviously, you know, he's got to slightly change how he moves because obviously I'm obviously a lot taller than, than Andy, and you just have to try and mix mix the two together so. It was a great experience in just working with such a fantastic um actors and also the the uh, effects and cfx uh, crews um and neil scallion is a is, is, is wizard um he's the, the, the chief um uh, creature uh, guy mm-hmm. and um it was just just to see it all come come when i watched it at the premiere i was like Man, this is this is this is really. Uh, I started to really well up. I was thinking one time, look, at, look at, I'm, there's me on the screen, and it's not me in a way, you know. Even though it is me, you know what I mean? It's just it's so incredible. You know, I I could see where how they made how they, made me into the character. I could see how they would um, turn what we were doing into, into art. Really, it was just it was an awesome awesome feeling, and that's that's. And got to say? It's just brilliant to to, to to be there and um yeah, just incredible. I, I, I know I've said it, countless times, but it, it's a dream. It was a, it was a dream to work on such an amazing thing. Oh, very cool. Thank you.
1: I think right it's, now, this is the closest we get to Star Wars, <laughs> is being able to do yeah. this show.
2: Um, I mean, it, it's great, the fact that I can meet um the fans. I mean, Star Wars is really has, uh, has changed my Career and things. It has opened up a lot of, a lot of doors and things. And uh, the going to doing conventions and meeting the fans and that's what it's well That's what half the fans all about is to actually share their they share their experience of watching the film with, with you, and then can, and their experience of watching the film gets a lot bigger. Because it expands. It's not just watching the film at the cinema or whatever. They can actually just sit down and talk to that particular actor. And it just makes the imagination, especially for the little ones, just makes them even more uh, special for them. Um, you know, so the parents can get the autograph and the kids can get they just their mind blown all over again, should we say. Yeah. You know? And that's, that's what it is.
0: So you said this opened up other things. Um, did this Is this one of the things that helped you get into? Because I saw that um, you were in Artemis Fowl that just came out. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I, is this I did, one uh, of the things that opened yeah. up because of this, you think? Um, well, I don't know. All I can say is that um, I've had a lot more people... Uh, through networking things, you, you speak to people and they go, oh, you know, what have you, what have you done? And, oh, you've done this. Oh, he's have done Star Wars? Oh, yeah, but what about Star Wars have you done? And it, it just gets a conversation going. And, and, and therefore, and then people say, well, actually, I, I'm, there's a project that I'm working on that I think you'd be great for, or, and, and things like that. So it's... and am just saying that it's... it's I think before Star Wars, it was like, you know, I've done a few things pieces that I may have been recognized for, but I get a lot more recognition for, for Snoke and, and the Wookiee uh, than for anything else. But you know, I, doing, doing Artemis, it was like a, a reunion uh, because I've worked with so many more and so many of the Star Wars talent as well, um, So and it's just brilliant to uh, work with them. and to meet Dame uh, Judy Dench and. Um, to, uh, to be directed by Kenneth Branagh as well, so it was just lovely, lovely time, and uh, and then to just uh, work with some of my friends and childhood. So um, yes, now I, I haven't seen the whole film, but I've only just been sent uh, clips of my scene. So I don't know. I mean, it was just a lot of a lot of hours in makeup chair for getting me all uh, green and tree-like. Yeah, you yeah. know. Maybe they thought I was a wooden actor. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the one place where that helps. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I suppose it would.
1: <laughs> so so what, what's coming up down the road for you? Uh, any, any projects that you could talk about?
2: Um, um, or, or maybe? I don't know. I think because, obviously, at the moment, uh, there's nothing really happening at the moment. Because of, it's, it's sort of, because of COVID, there isn't many, many much going on. Um but um, I, I, did, I did a, t- a TV um, program last year that might come might be hopefully coming out later on this year but um, but, um, but yeah no it's just uh, other thing other things you know other, other other things that might be happening okay but uh, you know uh, yeah, it's a bit quiet at moment. It's a bit
1: quieter, but um, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully oh. uh, they'll they'll bring you back for more Star Wars stuff since there's more well, projects nice. coming. Well, uh, nice. Now, with, with Solo with uh, Last Jedi, you filmed there at Pinewood Studios, yes? Yes. Oh, what was it like walking into the stu- walking through the gates for that first time? For, for,
2: for, for Jedi, well,
1: for
2: both of them really, but uh, just just seeing the. Um, just see the the famous gates and then uh, going through the, the, the newer ones, but the it was just just going through the, the the you can see where they filmed things before where you think well that's um like, like especially James Bond. I mean, I mean I'm not Bond, I'm a big Bond fan as well. And to see the 007 stage, you know, just just see the iconic uh, gun uh, logo and 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 just the, the numbers and I mean just. Going through the corridors and seeing so many like films that have that, that that been shot there over the years, it was just like I was like killing the candy store. Uh, <laughs> I was just, yeah, uh, you know, like, wow, is this. I was like, wow, and you go, okay, we've got to go down to the set. But it's like, but this is part of studios, this is like, you know, epic. And um, but no, it was just, yeah, it was, it was wonderful. So wonderful. And what uh, I can say wonderful, and yeah.
1: See, that that's that's one of my dreams. If I ever get over to England or, or to Britain, I want I want to go to Elstree and, and Pinewood. And I think the only difference is that you were paid to go there. I would have to pay to go there.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah I
1: mean... <laughs> So so I, I, I envy that um, but no I, I've always been uh, I'm an audio engineer myself uh, here in the States so I'm always interested in you know the franchises that brought me into the industry which you know Star Wars was a big part of that of wanting to to go to some of these locations of you know, for the studios of where the magic happened. Because uh, even here in the states, I want to hit Skywalker Ranch and I want to hit Skywalker Sound, where everything was done there, and, and check out ILM. Yeah. So I'm, I'm that tech junkie. But um, I having hit some sound stages here. How I'm assuming the the first sound stage you hit was the throne room for for Snoke.
2: Yeah, um, so, that was huge. A huge set. That was. I and mean, what you saw, what you see on screen is pretty much what was the size of the, of the set. I mean, obviously there's there's some, you know, magic going on, but um, yeah, it's an impressive. There was a proper long proper breach, and uh, the 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 red background and the throne, everything was there. What you see on screen, yeah, and uh, it's just so immersive, really was. Um, you know, you you forget you forget you're actually in in, in Britain, or you forget you're in Parliament. You forget it's students, That's for sure. Um you, you only sort of like remember your studio when you come off set. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, just, it's um as soon as you get up on up on the go up the steps and you you just look at look at the set and it's like it's like, wow, this is absolutely fantastic. It's it's huge. It's um and I just felt well, I want felt I mean it's I it's, know it's, 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 uh, how can I put this? Um I felt slightly overwhelmed because it was like, wow, all this is then it just centred. I mean, it's a been like the picture behind you, Ken. It's like all of this, all of it just centres on the throne. And then you've got the person on the throne. And no pun intended, but I'm one half of that person with Andy being at other half. And uh, it's, it's just, you think, oh, my God. Um, and you think to yourself, don't mess this up. Don't mess this up or you never work again. And you just, you just have to just go, okay, I'm now supposed to be like, you know, strong and powerful and everything else and uh, and menacing and mean and under, and behind it all i'm going oh boy come on let's and uh so you just have to just um it is yeah yeah it's, it's just an immensely big uh sound sound stage and um yeah just unbelievable really
0: awesome well one question that came up that i just thought of um that you would be the one the one of the ones to know and um it could be just a yes or no answer if you want uh, did they tell you anything about actual snoke's origin or who he was or anything else or did they just tell you what's on the page go with that did you know where he came from because that was a big question going into this movie anyway
1: still one of the bigger mysteries um,
2: yeah <laughs> did they give you any information about it i mean i they just said that uh they that ryan wanted a physical i can't really, I say i can't say yes no i can't say yes or no i say here it comes yeah um ryan just wanted him to be known to people he wanted, he wanted the public to see what snow looked like the the hologram of force awakens don't really got to see how impressive he could be sort of thing It just he was just there as a as a, as a ghostly sort of hologram, yep. sort of thing. and they just wanted some sort of like solid um, presence, really to interact with uh, with Kylo Ren. So that's the kind of thing they just wanted. They um, just, to, to, you know, just to, you know I mean, they showed showing show sort of like drawings of how he would look and things. Um, but no, I didn't. I didn't sort really of any, know any backstory really, and. Um, until afterwards, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of, that's how I can really answer that question. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry.
0: I know I that's not really the answer you're looking for, but it's, yeah. <laughs> like I said, I, I figured it would probably end up being, um, you wouldn't have, they wouldn't have told you much. I don't know. Cause I don't know how much they actually had it figured out yet. If you look at the way they finished the series too, you never know. They may have changed things between the movies anyway.
1: This is true. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, this is true. Um, yeah. What was, what was your favorite moment, or yeah, favorite moment from filming both Last Jedi and from filming Solo?
2: Oh, I mean, I can't believe every every single day was uh, was fantastic on on both sets. Um, but I guess for me, a personal highlight, personal highlight was um, was an incident that happened when we weren't actually filming. Um, I was, it was. I think it was lunchtime, and uh, I was having some food on the set, still dressed as Snoke, and um, I just happened to look to my left, and I just see this gentleman walk on the uh, on the on the platform, the bridge, going towards um, the throne, and I, I, I thought, I can't be who I think it is. It, it, it's, what? And he had a very long white beard and a little butt, little hat on and he was carrying um, a little white dog with him. And um, I said, no, is it really? John yeah, I think it is. So I put the food down and I made sure that I was, I was presentable. And um, now being a typical you know, Britishman, I was like, you know, what had to, to do? And um, I walked over to him and as soon as I came closer to him, it, it dawned on me and I could see who it was. And I just went, um, Mr. Hamill, it's lovely to meet you, sir. Uh, and Mark Hamill was there in uh, front of me, and he went, "Hi, how you doing? Uh, I don't often meet the bad guys. And um, and I went to I went to stroke it uh, went to uh, shake his hand, but obviously he was carrying his uh, daughter's dog Millie in his in his hand and uh, arms. And uh, so I just pulled my hand out like that, all kind of creaky like that, <laughs> and uh, I ended up stroking the dog while um, I was talking to him. And he just asked me how the actors could see through the grills of the uh, the Batarian, uh, Batarian guards and uh, they could see and I was like well what it is they can, they can just see out the grills and they can just see some vision there and and my brain is now going I'm now, explaining, I'm now explaining Star Wars to Luke Skywalker and uh, I was uh, just and then that was that was a mind-blowing moment personally for me and he was like okay well love it, to meet you and off we went and I'm like I can't believe it. I was like, "Yes, i met <laughs> I've met i You know, <laughs> and um, so you know, it was time to film again and sat back down on the throne. And I realised I still had my glasses on, and uh, one of the ADs came over and said, uh, "You might want to take glasses off because I don't think it's done before any glasses in the last scene." So um, yeah, that was just. <laughs> it was that was that was uh, that was a big thing for me and for solo. Probably, I say working with uh, Anthony Daniels and being directed by Ron Howard um, was just something that will always stay with me. Um, just to talk about how he would say how, how how you guys how do you how you move and and things and just just that was a moment. we, just went, we looked at the little boat and all four we uh, looked at each other and went, well oh, there we go. we have just being directed by Ron Howard. That doesn't that, that just happened. So uh, <laughs> it was just it was just cool. So, yeah, so I can't really pinpoint exactly one bit, but I'd say the highlights were probably those.
1: Oh, uh, those, those were perfect. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of what I was looking for. You know, that one highlight from each. Uh,
2: each. It was just crazy. It was just you just have to sort of just think that you know you're you're, you're making history in a way. It's because it's, it's brilliant to do, and uh, and I don't think there's ever been any other films like Star Wars, and I think there will be either. I think it's just the fact to be part of the Star Wars family is incredible, um, and that's why I love sharing the stories to fans and and you guys and and other people like, and because it's even though it's been four years for um, The Last Jedi and three years for Solo, um, it's uh, it's just feels like it was yesterday, and it's. Just, it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling.
1: What inspired you to get into acting? Uh, I don't think we've covered that.
0: Oh,
2: yeah, how did you um, get in what inspired it? Uh Well, I've mem- been a family member that was doing acting, and um, he did, he did uh, the original Tomb Raider and, uh, and other things. And um, he said there was, there was a company looking for virtual people to join up. Uh, I was working in retail uh, at the time, and I thought, well, I'll give it a shot. Why not? It's like different. Um, I'm rubbish at basketball, so I thought, you know, that keeps my height somehow. And um, yes, I joined this agency uh, and didn't hear anything for a little while, but then I got the first role and such, and it was actually playing um, Jesus, uh, <laughs> which is, this is where they start somewhere, it might have to start with the actual supreme being, I guess. And um, yeah, I was, there was a thing called Gideon's, Gideon's daughter uh, that had Bill Nye uh, and Tom Hardy and um, Miranda Rich there. it, and it's only a, a, a small part, but I was playing um, a character that resembled um, Jesus and his disciples, of the famous painting. And um, I got to, like, to stand up as such, and it looked like these disciples were looking at God, I was, and I so my character was sort of like a God-like character. I thought, well, that's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> I thought of that, and um, so and then it just started to get more roles in that way. I did, I did a um, uh, a TV series called um, A Bear's Tale, and um, and then uh, a few commercials, and then um, and then I joined the I'm looking S.H.I.E.L.D. now, and uh, back in 2014, and. Um, say they put forward uh for various roles and then the next this particular one was for a thinkable the space there which then obviously turned out to be uh, the last so yeah that's kind of how it, how it was um just been i've been lucky i suppose uh it's just okay sometimes uh if, if my body shape or my height helps then uh, then great i mean, I don't mind being uh, typecasted because i know i can't be uh, Short, short characters but so a lot of, a lot of things I do is are oh, uh creatures and uh sometimes creepy sometimes not so creepy uh, characters um i've, I've played, I've, I've done like um like zombies and uh, i've been um like a warlock like witchy type things and uh and uh, some some scary stuff i've found some Pretty horror horror related films as well as uh, sci-fi films. But um no, it's just I, I I enjoy I enjoy being on the set. I enjoy meeting the people and working with, with people, and, and then um, hearing their experiences and then feeding off of that. And it just makes it, I don't know. It makes you can see it from either side of the camera. It makes you sort of like a in a way a better actor because you kind of like, what you kind of know what how. They want you to move, or how they want to how to project the character. So, that's um, for me. I mean, I, I, it might be different, but that's how I read it uh, and see it. You know, when I, when I read the script, I sit sort of think how the character would actually interact with people with, with their movement. So, um, yeah. Then I feel like but like I've been asked, like, if, if. Uh, What's uh, the what difference about working as uh, being in Snoke or being a wookie? I mean, like, I will say, well, the thing is they both move exactly different, they, sorry, they move completely differently. There's no exactly the same at all. One is freaky and, and menacing, so therefore your movements are a lot slower. I and mean, then with a Wookiee, um, it's more sort of like power and more sort of strength and more sort of uh, uh, fierce in that sense. So you have to try and, yeah. So that's what I'm saying, that's, that's the experiences that I've had.
1: Very cool. That
2: was, long, that was a long-winded answer. I do apologize.
1: <laughs> oh, perfectly fine. So, Ken, you got anything else?
2: I think we covered
0: a lot. Um, thank you for coming on, Ross. This was amazing. Yes. Um, yeah, thank right, no, I mean, Thanks, thanks for very much. Production production so, yeah. definitely keep in touch with us. Let us know when you got something coming up, and we'll um, talk, we can talk to you about it some more. We also have other um, podcasts that we could possibly um, see, see you on. So,
2: no, thank you very much. And I say, I, I hope uh, one day I can come over to America and uh, meet you guys in person, perhaps, like, and uh, maybe uh, share some uh, blue milk with you or something. Like that. Hey, I, I know a spot.
0: Yeah. Mike works at Disney, so
2: Oh, okay. You know. Or maybe maybe Paul can chip, you know, who knows? Uh
1: <laughs> I know a spot for, I know a couple spots for that too.
2: Oh they're lovely. <laughs> well no, cool. Now, I've been thank you very much indeed for that, uh for inviting me on. It's been fantastic and especially I think for well, Wookiee Radio, I suppose you've got my name written all over it. So uh, <laughs> uh
1: thank you. Well, I I will say officially you are the first Wookiee to have that we've had on the show. Yes. Oh, well,
2: well, well, Thank you very much indeed. I um I, I hope I won't be the last. I I uh, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll just very quickly and um, I was thinking one day one day to get all five of us on a on a um on a podcast or something. that'd be, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? It's like a, a Wookiee. Reunion sort of thing, yeah.
1: It, on the screen, awesome. yeah. see, I, I would love to get, yeah. I would love to get Jonas on the show, but I would also love to do a Wookiee reunion of, or, or just a Wookiee panel of everyone who's ever played a Wookiee, uh, whether it was mm-hmm. from Revenge of the Sith or uh, uh, in in the, the current you know, with Solo or. Uh, anywhere else we see a Wookiee I would love to do a panel of everyone so y'all can all get together and just talk about your experiences
2: I mean, not, I mean not a lot of people know that um, you know there, there's been several I mean what's that, there's been three people playing Chewbacca I mean there was there was, there was obviously not, you know, like, great uh, Peter Mayhew um, yeah. but then you, you, Giannis and um Ari, Ari Decker who was uh, Giannis, um stunt double for yeah. uh, the solo So, um, yeah, it would just be be fantastic just to see everybody again. And uh, yeah, I don't don't think it's ever been like a a Mass wookie sort of, um, you know, togetherness sort of thing, you know. But together apart sort of thing. Yeah, that would be, be, be great. I think great. I mean, I'll, I'll
1: be up for that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that would be that would be a dream dream episode for for, for us here at Wookiee Radio. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll still... be we working on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, 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 we will be working on that. I, I'm still trying to figure out how to get a hold of Jonas because uh, he doesn't have a, a contact info on his website at the moment.
0: Probably have to go through Lucasfilm.
1: Uh, possibly, yeah. they have to do that. So, well, thank you, thank you for for joining us. Um working. Oh, people- thank you. Where can people find you online?
2: Uh, well, they can either find me on uh, Facebook, um, uh, Ross Ambridge, Uh or they can look up on Twitter, uh, which is uh, w, uh, Ross Snoke. Uh, the Ross Snoke being all-in-one, all it's obviously Ross and I together. Um, yeah, or they could email me, I suppose, at rosssandbridge.homel.com. Uh, that's all fine. Yeah. Um, I don't mind answering any sort of questions as long as it's nice. Uh, you know but uh, yeah no cool Uh, it's just
1: it's just it's just great it's great to do these um, these shows and it's uh, it's fantastic to meet you both awesome well go go check out Ross in Solo Star Wars Story in Star Wars The Last Jedi Uh, you have a a good reason to to watch it to to watch for his scenes and of course if you have Disney Plus go check him out in the film that just dropped a couple weeks ago uh, Artemis Fowl
2: yeah please
1: do so <laughs> yeah um cool. so again thank you for coming on and uh until next time give the evacuation code signal all right cut the chatter Jax I can hold it Pull on no I'm all right, I'm all right! Ah!
0: I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this r 2 unit
1: I've lost our <laughs> two!